Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Sunday, fun day, crypto fam. We are pumping. Let's get it. In today's show, Bitcoin eyes $25,000 as the price nears the best weekly close in five months. Also, Sam Bankman-Fried seeks access to FTX funds. His lawyers claim he was not involved in the previous unauthorized transactions and should have access to company assets. Also in today's show, ARK21 shares Bitcoin ETF has been rejected by the SEC once again for the second time. Also in today's show, Strike integrates Lightning with point-of-sale giant Clover. That's right. Strike's plans to integrate Bitcoin's Lightning network with American POS providers are beginning to take effect. Also in today's show, El Salvador's Bitcoin City wins an international design award. I'll be breaking down this report. Also in today's show, Bitcoin surged to $180,000, maybe incoming, says analyst who called the major crypto crash and explains when, quoting him here alongside his technical analysis with his chart, a technical target for Bitcoin of $180,000 late next year. Send it. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone tuning in to today's live stream of Crypto News Alerts podcast number 1178. Today is January 29th and the crypto market is pumping. As you can see here in your screen, we got Bitcoin trading above $23,500, up literally 2.2% for the day. We have Ether at 1.3%, trading back above $1,600. And as you can see, all the major alts are also all currently pumping and in the green. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. Let's get the latest data right here you can see the market cap fastly approaching 1.1 billion dollars with 44 billion in volume in the past 24 hours bitcoin dominance on the climb at 42.4 percent with the ether dominance at 18.4 percent and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours we have gmx lead in the pack up almost 14 percent trading at 62 dollars and 39 cents followed by Dash up about 14%, trading above 57 bucks, followed by Decentraland up 13.5%, trading just above 79 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, massive gains. You got Matic up 17.2%, we got APT up 32%, Gala up 20.8%, TWT up 19.8%, and XRD up 
27%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're finally back in greed. Goodbye, fear, extreme fear, and even neutral. You can see we're currently rated a 55. Yesterday was a 52. Last week, a 53. And last month, a 28 in fear. Are you guys and gals pretty pumped up for the current Bitcoin pump? And do you think 25,000 is inevitable here before the end of the month? Let me know in the comments right down below, considering there's just three more days left to end out uh, for January. And we're already up over 40% for this month. So January has been extremely bullish. But now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Bitcoin spiked into key liquidity for a third time January 29th as the weekly and monthly closes loom. That's right. Right around the corner. By the end of the day, it's going to be a big close for the King Crypto. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin briefly hitting 24,498. But right now you can see the Bitcoin price continuing to pump currently above $25,000. Now let's uh, dive in. Previous order book data from Binance uploaded to Twitter by monitoring resource material indicators, demonstrated the firepower needed to neutralize the bears. As of January 27th, resistance was stacked at $23,200 and $24,500 and $25,000, with the latter nonetheless still on the trader's radar as a potential next target, quitting Crypto Tony, 25000 target in sight, a confident Crypto Tony told his Twitter followers. And he also shared this chart, and he also expects a move higher on the alt with the overall crypto market cap set for a retest of resistance above the $1 trillion mark. Quitting him here, I am still looking for a decent move up over the next few weeks, but be cautious when we begin tapping the 1.2 to 1.33 trillion mark cap resistance level. This is a significant level, and I expect strong resistance here, he wrote yesterday, January 28th. And like others, Crypto Tony remained cautious on the longer time frames, keeping the door open for new macro low to appear on Bitcoin and alts at some point this year in 2023. Among them is fellow commentator, Crypto Capo. Yes, the one and only infamous who is in an update for the day and he's avoiding technical analysis to state that he remains short and strong on BTC. Now, as you all know, Capo has been calling for this to be the biggest bull trap and he called that back when we were at like $16,000 and now we're trading above 25000 So yeah, it is what it is. So is this the best January in a decade? Let's discuss it. At the current price, Bitcoin looks set to close the week at its highest level since mid-August 2022. And with the ramifications of the FTX meltdown uh, absent from the charts, January gains stood at about 40% at this time with Bitcoin's most profitable January since 2013. That's right. This is the most profitable January for Bitcoin in literally a decade. And in addition to the monthly close, the coming week will see new potential macroeconomic triggers from the U.S. as the Fed decides on its latest interest rate hike. This and more will feature in the forthcoming edition of the Cointelegraph Markets newsletter. Shout out to Cointelegraph Markets. But you guys let me know how many of you are currently bullish on this pump and seized in the moment and taken advantage of it. I'll let you boy in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. And do you know that SBF, his lawyer, is requesting him to get access to the FTX funds after billions were hacked and stolen? can't make this stuff up, folks. Let's dive in, shall we? Now, Sam Bankman-Fried's legal team is seeking to remove bail conditions that prevented him from accessing the FTX funds, according to court filings from January 28th. A letter from SBF's lawyer, Mark Cohen, to the U.S. District Court Judge Lewis Kaplan stated that SBF should have access to assets held by FTX, claiming the client was not involved in previous unauthorized transactions. 
Yeah, sure. FTX and FTX US sought over $659 million in unauthorized transfers amid the collapse of the crypto exchange in November of 2022. And according to Nansen, data reported by Cointelegraph, uh, Bankman Fried denied any involvement in the transactions. And as per the letter sent to Kaplan, Bankman Fried was prohibited from accessing or transferring any FTX or Alameda assets or crypto, including assets or crypto purchased with funds from FTX or Alameda, as requested by U.S. authorities at the first court hearing January 3rd. And at the time, prosecutors acknowledged that there was no evidence that Bankman Freed had transferred the funds and noted that a federal probe was underway. Well, maybe he personally didn't transfer the funds, but do you think he has no clue who actually did, especially when he's the one who designed the back door into the system? Common sense, folks. Nearly three week, weeks have passed since the initial uh, pre-trial conference, and we assume the government's investigation has confirmed that Mr. Bankman Freed what he said all along, namely, he did not access and transfer these assets, notes the letter, stating that the defense notified authorities as soon as we became aware of the transfers to provide notification. And furthermore, the lawyers argued, given that the sole basis advanced for seeking that condition has not been supported, we believe that the bail condition imposed at the conference should be removed. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Bankman Freed's lawyer. And in addition, the letter addresses a request from January 27th by the U.S. Department of Justice prohibiting Bankman Freed from communicating with current or former employees of FTX or Alameda Research without his attorney's presence. The prosecutor's request was made after Bankman Freed allegedly reached out to Reen Miller, the current general counsel of FTX US, over Signal and emailed on January 15th attempting to influence Miller's testimony. As per Cohen's letter, Bankman Freed should have unlimited contact with his father, therapist, or any employer or agent of a foreign regulator outside of presence of attorneys, the defense stated, quoting them here. For example, it would mean that Mr. Bankman Freed could not speak to his therapist, who is a former FTX employee without the participation of his lawyers. And according to public sources, FTX and Alameda had approximately 350 employees. Each of these current and former employees could have information crucial to Mr. Bankman Freed's defense, requiring Mr. Bankman Freed to include counsel in every communication with a former or current FTX employee would place an unnecessary strain on his resources and prejudice his ability to defend this case. Now, on November 11, 2022, FTX filed for bankruptcy, which we all know. And Bankman Freed resigned as the company's CEO and on bail at his California family house. He currently faces eight charges, including wire fraud and money laundering. So there you have it. Do you think the judge will grant his lawyer's request to grant him access to the funds from FTX and Alameda? I sure hope not, but we're living in a clown world, so you never know. And with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest Bitcoin ETF in the United States to get rejected by the SEC. The United States SEC rejected the joint effort of ARK Investment Management and 21 shares to list a spot Bitcoin ETF on the CBOE, BZX Exchange. The agency dismissed yet another application followed by the partners in the spring of 2022. And as indicated in a recent filing, the American financial regulator did not allow ARK's 21 shares Bitcoin spot ETF to launch in the U.S. market. The product was supposed to be listed on the CBOE, BZH Exchange. However, the SEC claimed the venue did not demonstrate that its proposal is consistent with the requirements to prevent manipulation of prices and fraud. Now, Kathy Wood's ARK Invest Management and Swiss fintech company, 21 Shares, displayed intentions to introduce a Bitcoin spot ETF in the States in 2021, but the watchdog rejected their application in quarter two of last year, citing a lack of investor protection as if the SEC is here really to protect us. 
Come on, guys. The SEC has dis- dismissed many other similar efforts in the recent past as well with Grayscale, Van Eck, and NYDIG, just being some examples, and discouraged by the constant rejections, we even had Grayscale vowing to engage in a legal battle with the regulator. Both sides will present their arguments in a court at the beginning of March, and despite its unfriendly stance towards such products, the SEC approved the ProShares Bitcoin Futures ETF, dubbed BITO, in October 2021, but later said that Valkyrie's proposal to list a Bitcoin Futures Fund, the VBTC, is available to accredited investors and provides exposure to primary cryptocurrency. So think about this for a moment. Why do you personally think that the SEC is allowing futures ETFs, but not a spot ETF? That's because they want to continue to be able to mark, uh, uh, ultimately, um, yeah, do their thing, uh, the word I was looking for, but they want to be able to manipulate the market as they do best, as they have been doing. And it's a damn shame if you're to ask me. I don't see a spot Bitcoin ETF coming to the United States anytime soon, but thanks to the SEC, they don't want it. They know that's going to be good for the investors and good for the market and help uh, basically point out the bad actors. If we had a spot Bitcoin ETF, we wouldn't have had the same effect from the FTX fallout. And was Gensler and the SEC doing their job? Were the regulators protecting the investors there? They weren't. That was a $10 billion fraud. So it makes you wonder, and it's sad, but it is what it is. They can only push this back for so long as they continue to stifle innovation in the United States. But do you think a spot Bitcoin ETF may likely be approved in the near future, 2024, 2025, around the time of the next halving, uh, proceeding the next halving. Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. Naturally, that will usher in massive institutional adoption, and the SEC does not want it. It's a damn shame. But with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest with uh, Strike and Clover with their partnership, because this story is also a pretty big deal. Shout out to Jack Mullers, the CEO of Strike. Bitcoin payment and wallet company Strike partnered with fintech giant Fisserve to integrate the Bitcoin Lightning Network with point-of-sale terminal provider Clover. And with this will allow certain Clover merchants to accept Lightning payments, expanding Bitcoin's use case as a medium of exchange. And the Lightning network adoption right now is at an all-time high, just like uh, the hash rate of the King Crypto. As explained by the Strike CEO, Jack Mullers, over Twitter on Thursday, the integration effectively allows Clover to accept cash final USD over Lightning. Strike's service converts Bitcoin payments into a merchant's currency of choice on the back end, letting merchants accept alternative forms of payment like Bitcoin. This doesn't integrate Strike. Strike. This integrates Lightning, clarifies Mahler's in his tweet. Anyone can use any service to check out at any enabled merchant. It, If it can make a Lightning payment, you can use it. Strike is a custodial platform offering various features to Bitcoin users, including the ability to receive one salary in Bitcoin or interact with the Lightning network. However, Strike's efforts allow alternative Lightning wallets, including the Cash App and MUUN wallet, to operate. With Clover. That said, not all Clover merchants have been enabled just yet. Thursday marked the beginning of a 90-day pilot period, during which Strike will measure the new Lightning-based system's costs and settlement speeds compared to the other networks alongside any new business that Lightning attracts. And after the pilot, Strike will look to integrate with Clover directly through the App Store. This would enable Lightning as an accepted payment network for all Clover merchants by default, sitting next to card networks like Visa and MasterCard. He said, let's get it. Mahler's is a loud proponent of the Bitcoin Lightning Network as a superior payment network compared to legacy alternatives 
facts. And in an interview with Yahoo Finance last year, he called it cheaper, faster, global, more inclusive, and more innovative than its competitors, arguing that it can interface with dollars just as well as BTC. Now, at Bitcoin 2022 last year, I saw Jack Mahler's live in the flesh. How many of you were there at the event? Mahler's revealed that Strike partnered with Shopify, Blackhawk, and NCR to integrate Lightning for merchants across the United States. Much like it's doing with Clover, this would enable Lightning payments at multiple leading American retailers, including McDonald's, Walmart's, and Macy's. And while originally promised to be fully implemented within 2022, Mahler's published a blog post at the end of December admitting that his timelines for the integrations were off, quitting him here. These partnerships and developments are huge, and they are simply going to take a bit longer than I initially thought. So there you have it. Let the mass adoption continue. And how many of you have ever actually used Strike or implemented the Lightning Network? For Bitcoin to use it in a transaction, let me know in the comments right down below. Now, before we dive into this $180,000 bullish price prediction by next year, let's first discuss Bitcoin City winning an actual award and break down this latest report. And shout out to Najib Bokele and the people of El Salvador. The Loop Design Awards reportedly recognize the Bitcoin City of El Salvador's government as one of the most outstanding projects in interior design and architecture. And when completed, the metropolis will use the energy release from the Kanchuga volcano to power itself and Bitcoin as its currency. Bring it. According to recent coverage, El Salvador's urban project stood out amongst 700 proposals. The jury outlined its uh, innovative interior style, while the beautiful surrounding nature and nearby volcanoes also attributed to the success. They also highlighted the work of the Mexican architect Fernando Romero, who designed it. The Bitcoin city will be built in the southeast of the Latin American country, close to two of the nation's biggest volcanoes, the Canchuga and Tecapa. Romero's team said that the future metropolis will be efficient and sustainable and will use geothermal energy from the volcanoes to power itself. Doesn't get any sweeter than that. It will use Bitcoin as its currency, which will provide certain monetary benefits to the residents. The new public space will be the culmination of decades of research into what humans need to live well in an anti-inflationary economy, the architect outline. How many of you have actually visited Bitcoin City? Let me know. Romero Design, or at least in El Salvador, let's say the least, as the city is still being constructed. But Romero designed the urban area in the shape of a circle, so it can represent the logo of Bitcoin when it looked at uh, from above, such as from a chopper. The president of El Salvador, Bukele, was the first to present the project in 2021. The local government planned to raise $1 billion in Bitcoin-backed bonds to finance the construction, which was supposed to mature in 2032. However, the authority Authorities postponed it until March of 2022, citing unfavorable market conditions. Bukele shed some more light on the design in May of last year, showing how the city will look when observed from the air, its modern airport, and its volcano watchtower. And apart from being the first nation to embrace the primary crypto as a legal tender, El Salvador's government has also introduced several projects related to it in the past few years. It built a massive vet hospital named Chivo Pets, where treatments are paid in BTC, and opened an education center that provides free and accessible learning opportunities surrounding the asset for Salvadorans. Now, the authorities have also started accumulating Bitcoin on a macroeconomic level, holding approximately 54 million as of right now, 54 million worth of BTC. The amount, though, could be higher since Bukele announced in November that the government will purchase one BTC per day, and it remains unknown whether the buy-in spree goes as promised. But there you have it. How many of you would actually ever contemplate relocating to Bitcoin City, especially when it is all 
done, let me know, as there are many advantages, especially with taxes uh, taxes for living out there. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our final story of the day, the moment you have all been waiting for. Let's break down this $180,000 Bitcoin price prediction for the King Crypto, shall we? The crypto strategist who nailed the Bitcoin May 2021 collapse says Bitcoin is flashing signals right now that suggest the King Crypto is setting up for a massive move to the upside. Send it. Synonymous analyst Dave the Wave tells his 134,000 Twitter followers that multiple technical indicators are turning bullish for the King Crypto. Quitting him right here. The real possibility of a large move managed risk to both sides. Weekly MACD which is the moving average convergence divergence in the same area. Histogram is extended in price in the lower band slash buy zone, which outlined here in this chart. It shows Bitcoin appears to be following its quarter two 2019 technical setup when Bitcoin rallied from around 4,000 to 14,000 in just a few months. And according to the analyst, the MACD, which is a trend reversal indicator, is currently hovering at the same zone as it did prior to the 2019 Bitcoin surge. And the histogram, which measures the convergence or divergence of the moving averages, is also on the and up similar to bitcoin's quarter two 2019 setup the crypto strategist says the bitcoin can explode by 676 percent by 2024 based on his logarithmic growth curve model better known as the lgc quoting him here alongside this chart a technical target for bitcoin of one hundred and eighty thousand dollars late Next year, bring it. I can't freaking wait personally. Now, the LGC is the analyst's attempt to predict Bitcoin's boom and bust cycles amid changing macroeconomic conditions. According to Dave the Wave, the LGC model is designed for the long-term Bitcoin investors. As he points out here, Bitcoin charts are for investors buying in a few tranches over a responsible period of time with price in the buy zone may prove to be a good investment going forward. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts that would likely to see a $180,000 Bitcoin surge incoming by next year. Holla at your boy. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.